This is Movies, a podcast about the active cinema. And with me today, on a very special night, is Hans. Yes. Hi. Episode, what, 60, 70 that I've done? I don't know you. You've been on for longer than that now. You've done over 100 episodes with me. Oh, have we? Do we have? Oh, yeah, we do have more than 100. And as as a matter of fact, you subbed in as the guest host on at least one episode. And then I remember, yeah. I don't think you could pull off the entire thing on you. I think you did 20 minutes. It was like half an hour. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It was just... I, I wrote like three paragraphs of it and I ran out of it within like three minutes. And then I was like, Oh, well shit, <laughs> I guess I'm going to babble for as long as I can on my own. Right. Uh, I think we should do what we should do. I think we should do before though. It's mentioned that we have a Patreon. Patreon.com yes. slash lower S. That's right. Right. That's it. That's totally uh, correct for the five. Listen, we're, we're doing away with the one dollar tier. So if you want free audio from the show, you're just going to have to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and wait like everybody else. It's all going to five dollars. Everything is in the five dollar tier, and then the ten dollar tier, the twenty dollar tier. What we're going to start doing is reading off the credits of the people who do donate at that level or pledge at that level rather, because you're getting something in return. It's not a donation if you get something out of it. So we're going to do something like that. And then um, uh, also after dark niche influential films of the 20th century is also returning to patreon.com slash this month. It's going to be coming out in the next week. We're going to be talking about the first movie from Park Chan-wook. The moon is the sun's re- you better fucking silence that Sorry. or I'm going to break your wrist. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. We want people to sign up for Patreon. We have phones <laughs> going off in the background. What kind of professional show is this, Hans? Yep. My bad. Anyway. So what are we doing? Uh, after Dark? Didn't after, we do an episode After Dark together? Well, you just spoiled it right now. Hans will oh. be the special and first and potentially only guest star on <laughs> After Dark, niche influential films of the 20th century. And that'll be for the season finale. We're going to be covering... Thief, 1981, Michael Mann. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so join that so we can make enough money that I don't need to get a customer service job anymore and focus on this. Yeah. Instead of slaving away for 10 hours talking to stupid Americans on the phone. I mean, that's what this show is, really. How is that any (laughs) different for you? It's not 10 hours. I suppose. (laughs) Sitting here for 10 hours. Fuck. I don't have a shitty boss. Not yet. Let's see if what the numbers look like in a year. I might be a little more stern. I might have a ruler in my hand to threaten you and just smack it every so often to intimidate you. You force me to wear pants every time we record. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No farting <laughs> on the air, Hans. No more of that. Uh, we're talking about a big blockbuster film today that you picked. You wanted to talk about this. The people actually really wanted us to talk about this. I got a lot of comments on Patreon and YouTube and in my Instagram DMs from people saying, hey, you guys going to talk about Dune? I wonder why. I think we planned to talk about Dune, but it wasn't a priority for me. The outsiders ravage our land. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. You're going tomorrow. Yes, I'm going tomorrow with the advanced team. I'd like you to take me with you. Are you trying to give me court martial? Can I trust you with something? I've been having dreams about a girl falling in battle. Felt like a vision. Dreams make good stories, but everything important happens when we're awake. 
to the future of House Atreides. You have to be ready. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. They're not human. They're brutal. Well, if I'm not dead, you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. Come on! My son. Let's fight like demons. It's not safe for you here. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. What have you seen uh, negative reviews of it from people? Because I, I haven't really paid attention other than, you know, the, the usual uh, Twitter people that would champion anything that's big studio. So I'm not surprised, but I don't know if I've seen anything negative. Well, I have actually. I actually just read a, a review on Facebook from someone I know that was like, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> This is bad and boring. I have, I don't think I've seen anything explicitly negative from a professional source or anything resembling a professional source. It seems like everybody's in unison that, oh yeah, this is great. This is cool. But um, I, I mean, I've seen some dissension on Twitter from, uh, I mean, I guess people that, that aren't too far out of our circle of things. But for the most part, no, people seem to be in full support of Denny Villeneuve's Dune. Yeah, just check Rotten Tomatoes, not that that matters, but it's uh, 2,500 plus reviews by audience, and it's got a 91%. Uh, and the official critics is uh, 82% from 225 people. Um, I don't... Once again, <laughs> I'm starting to think that I just don't like movies. You know, because every time we talk about a movie that I like, it's it's like something from the 70s or something from like a long time ago. Everything new, I'm always kind of like, this was a movie, you know, this this was two and a half hours. And what are you left with? Oh, cool. There's a part two to look forward to, I, I guess. Hold on. We don't actually know that yet because they haven't fucking shot it, which makes this the end of this movie could potentially be one of the most frustrating film endings of all time right very rarely do you see a film that has a conclusion that's going to be in another film and there's a big like map a blueprint i guess for this project um go into production be shot and then released in theaters before that second film has even been put into principal photography 
So there's, I guess there's a, a cast and there's a script and there's everything else for Dune Part 2, but this movie needs to make its money back in order for anybody to see that. The only other time I've ever heard of that was It and It Chapter 2, where, but I mean, let's take a look at It, that 2017 film. If that bombed, if that just didn't strike a chord with the Stranger Things crowd like it did, well, that's still a complete film. And you're not losing anything by not watching chapter two. You can sit down and watch it and you'll be fine. You got the story for the most part. But then obviously, if you go to the book, then you know, okay, there's a lot more to this and you get that in chapter two. But you don't need that. It works yeah, on its own uh, as a film. You don't really, it's not necessary to see them older, especially after you see the second one, which feels very unnecessary too. Because, uh, Everything is just repeated. Uh, you know, there's just scares. And it's very paint by numbers as opposed to the first one. And uh, by the end of it, it just feels like they're just repeating the same thing over and over again every 15 minutes with every character. So even if you had just seen the first one, if you're not familiar with the book or the original movie where they become adults and actually fight him, they get rid of him in, the, in them as kids. And there's like an ending to it. So yeah, the second one is not even necessary. If you don't watch the second one, you don't really miss on anything i guess is what your point is with this one um nothing happens in the movie <laughs> and then it's not that nothing happens one. it's that nothing happens and i mean there isn't a feeling like we should give a shit about what happens there's not like a grand payoff that happens with this movie it's all a lot of setup for what is to come and honestly i don't think it deserves that conclusion that they're planning. And it might not. I mean, look, it's performing well at the box office, but it's performing well at the box office for a 2021 movie. So my nine million. Right. And the budget is, I think, 135 million or 150 million. So I have a prediction that this is just narrowly going to make its money back. And they're going to tote it as a success. 165 million here. I, I think it'll just barely do that second movie and they'll cut the budget. That's my prediction. Where do you think all that money went besides the cast? Um, I don't even think it was the cast. I think it was all the special effects. Because I'm, I'm at a loss trying to find a scene that left me with my mouth open because of how impressive visually it was. Uh, the only one I can kind of think of is the one when they're going away on the bug copter thing. And then the, there's that sandstorm that almost gets them, but doesn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what it felt like this is the guy that directed arrival. And this felt like part of that same universe where he shoots a lot of wide shots to show how vast and huge this universe is. But then the characters that we see and the characters that die, we don't really get to know them enough to care. So when they die, it's kind of like, oh, they're, they're dead. The villain, that was my reaction it, with the, the death of Oscar Isaac's character, the, uh, the father yeah. of Paul. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, if you take a look at the David Lynch one, that was toted as a failure creatively 
and I don't think it performed well at the box office. I'm, I'm not certain about that. It might have done okay. Obviously, it's had quite the life on home video and on cable. And there is a, I believe it's an Arrow 4K restoration of that Dune. But they um, still... It, it didn't make ahead. its money back. The money... It did not. Uh, the, budget was, the budget was 40, 42 million, and it made uh, 37.9 million. Wow. That is a failure. Uh, but if you take a look at it, in spite of packing that movie with so much information from the Dune books, um, it still functions as a movie. The characters do have weight to them, that Kyle McLaughlin interpretation of the character. And everybody is at least two-dimensional enough where you have like a very clear understanding of them within a scene or two. And Sting is obviously just the good-looking guy waving the knife around. It, 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 He's know. great, though. Yes. I, I've never enjoyed him on anything, even his music. Uh, but in this one, I was like, okay, he's fun. You know, he's that fun, weird, crazy character in it. 